نعم فارس دائما لما بتكون التكريمات بتكون شيء جميل جدا في كثير من الاشخاص بيتواجدوا في حياتنا ومنهم الاطباء الاطباء اللي بنروح عندهم ومرات بنحكي لهم امورنا الخاصه وبيصير هذا الطبيب جزء من حياتنا نعم بارت اوف اور فاميليز هذا الطبيب اكيد بالنسبه لنا وفي اعيوننا يستاهل ياخذ كل التكريمات بتاع العالم صحيح صحيح واحنا مبسوطين انه من المكرمين لهذا العام الطبيب اللبناني الاسترالي دكتور مايكل منصور سنتحدث معه الان معلش سامحونا المقابله راح تكون باللغه الانجليزيه ولكن بعدين على موقعنا الالكتروني بتقدر تقراوا المقال باللغه العربيه جود مورنينج دكتور مايكل اند ثانك يو سو ماتش فور جوينينج اس ذس مورنينج جود مورنينج ثانك يو Good morning, Dr. Michael, and congratulations. First of all, I want to ask you, where are you from in Lebanon? Okay, our fam- my father was born in Ras Balbek um, in, in Lebanon. Uh, it's a, um, a very small village of about 2,000 people um, at the top end of the Bekar Valley. Very cold, mm. barren. Um, but that's where our family originated from, and we, we still have family uh, members living there. And you're still holding on to this heritage, although your father uh, traveled and migrated to Australia. He was only 15. He, that well, was in 1937, um, I, I think, and Lebanon was suffering from uh, the Great Depression. Was, the economy was in a very bad shape, and this migration secured a better future for you, Dr. Michael, and for your siblings. How do you feel today? You've well, been granted this medal for your services to the community. What does it mean to you to be awarded the Order of Australia Medal? Well, I, I, I feel actually overwhelmed. You know, my dad actually had his 15th birthday on the ship and he came out to Australia by himself. You know, um, I would never let my, my children walk down the street when they were 15. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. But he, he, he came out here because the family, you know, needed, needed help in Lebanon. And if he didn't come here, you know, the family would have starved. Um, I think uh, I'm proud because of what my father has achieved, not what I have done. Um, it's all my father's hard work. Um, he came to Australia, he supported his family in Lebanon, and he educated all his children in Australia, and my twin sister and myself and my younger brother all became doctors, and we are currently doctors. And what he did for our family was phenomenal. Um, you know, I, I feel very proud of the course he has, he has achieved. Not me. This is amazing and very res- emotional. Yeah. 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 I was. I have been the recipient of of the love and kindness and all the hard work that he gave me. Mm. I certainly got the medal, but I'm not the one who deserves it. It's oh. my father who came from Lebanon and really worked hard, you know, to to achieve what I, what what my brother and my sisters have achieved now. It's all my father's work. May he rest in peace. Yeah. Dr. Dr. Michael, my question is why why choosing coming here to Australia? There are many things, there are many universities, but you and your siblings you chose to be doctors. Why why doctors and not another career? Okay. Oh, that's easy. Um, <laughs> even if you asked me when I was in grade one at school what I was going to do, I would have told you I was going to become a doctor because my father always wanted us He always said that 
in Lebanon, there's only <clears throat> there's only two professions that never go hungry. Yeah. <laughs> one is the medical profession, and the other one is the clergy. Mm. None of us none of us were good enough to be to uh, be, be you know uh, <laughs> become clergy. So all of us had to do medicine, um, and we did. Yeah. Dr. Michael, let's have and let's take a closer look at your childhood when you first arrived, when your father first arrived in Australia and when he started a family, he wanted to secure a better future. But back then, uh, we do value multiculturalism now, but that was not necessarily the case uh, 50 or 60 or even 70 years ago. Your father chose, chose not to teach you Arabic language. He felt this would act as a barrier to your integration to the Australian and local community. And we've heard similar stories from migrants in Queensland in specific. After all those years, you're still holding on to your Lebanese heritage. You identify as a Lebanese Australian. And when you look back, do you regret not learning Arabic? Uh, I, I certainly do. But you, you have to understand, uh, we grew up in a, a small country town in Queensland, population mm. of about 26,000. Everybody here was Anglo-Saxons. You never saw anybody with an olive complexion. You never saw anybody, never spoke to anybody with a foreign name, except mm. the Monsors. Yeah. You know, um, and so my father wanted us to assimilate. Um, he wanted us to play Australian sports. He wanted us you know, to, to, to go and watch cricket, um, etc. He didn't want us to, to learn Arabic because he felt that was a barrier to the integration of our family into the Australian society. Obviously it was back then. It would have yes. been a barrier. Certainly it was, because in that stage, you know, when I grew up, Australia was a monoculture. It was an Anglo-Saxon monoculture. Mm. Um, and my father felt very grateful to the Australian society who have accepted us and embraced our family. You know, when I was a child, we, we rarely ever saw any racism whatsoever, certainly not directed at our family, mm. because the community um, respected us and they respected um, my, fa my father for everything he, he was trying to do and the hard work that he was doing. Yeah. Dr. Mansour, uh, definitely when we are coming from another background and we live in Australia, we, we should be lucky of having two worlds in one world. What, what did you take from both worlds? <laughs> I always listened to my father and I took his knowledge. I took his entrepreneurial spirit and, and um, a sense of trying to achieve something. But I also had the advantages of growing up in Australia where we had a first world education, uh, you know, a fabulous health system. Mm. We have, you know, Australia has the best laws in the world. We have a judicial system which is not corrupt like most countries. Mm. And so I had the advantage of not only being Lebanese and yeah. having all the advantages that that brings, but also the advantages that Australia offers to all its citizens. And we are very lucky to be living here. Honestly, you look around the world mm. and what other country comes anywhere near this country? None. Yeah. Mm. And the local community in your town is also lucky to have you. Uh, as a GP, you've managed to build strong relationships with the local community. People do value the role you've been playing for decades uh, as a doctor. Um, 
Do you, do you find it challenging after all these years and maybe the support for GPs is diminishing, is, is, is shrinking, if I may say, but you're still doing it out of goodwill because you like the community, you like to give back. Um, when you look back at a long career, how, how do you see it and what has it added to you personally? Ah, I, I think my career is the greatest career in the world. You know, I, I'm just so thankful that God gave me the opportunity to become a doctor and to help my patients. And the reward I get from my patients is, is you know, um, phenomenal. Um, when you help a family, you know, um, it, it, you not only help that family, but you get great satisfaction out of that and a sense of achievement. And, you know, I go to work and I love my work. Work is not, you know, it's not a stressful thing. I actually go because I enjoy it. I don't have to work now. I'm past retirement age, but I continue to do it because I get so much back from it. So, you know, um, it's my life. Um, if you take that away from me, you know, um, you know, uh, there's not much left. But it must be very emotional for you to talk about such a long career and you've been awarded this medal but I'm sure you've received a lot of appreciation from the local community and that's what really matters um, would you like to say thank you to someone besides the appreciation you've, you've really showed to the soul of your late father um, your small family um, your kids maybe your wife what would you like to say to I, them I, I, I certainly would <laughs> like to say thank you to, to my wife and my children and my, my, my twin sister, and also to the community, the Australian community, who have accepted our family, embraced our family, and welcomed them with open arms. Very few countries, you know, accept migrants uh, as well as Australia does. And, you know, uh, as a migrant, from a migrant family, I'm so appreciative mm. of the Australian people for accepting our family. And, and given us every opportunity in the world. This is the greatest country on earth. It certainly is. And I'm just so lucky. I, you know, I'm the recipient of, you know, the goodwill of the Australian people and the recipient of all the hard work that my father did. Yep. And also the love from my own family. Um, so, you know, when I die, I'll die a happy man. Love is behind all the success, uh, Dr. Michael. Dr. Michael, let me, uh, before uh, asking you if you know any any Arab words, uh, let me say a million, uh, million congratulations for uh, for the OAM. So what do you know? Uh, which Arab word do you know? You know, Mabrouk, Mabrouk, Dr. Michael, that's <laughs> congratulations. Uh I, I better not. The, the only Arab words I really know. Uh? <laughs> you, you, you can't repeat it public. <laughs> That's the first thing we learn as uh, all the non-Arabic speakers, they, le they learn how to swear in Arabic. <laughs> That's something they do. I think in all languages. But I'm sure, Dr. Michael, you know, uh, like Habibi, because yes. it's a very warm word. Uh, yes. I'm sure you've heard it from, uh, from sure. your father. Yes. <laughs> Congratulations Thanks, again. Love. Thank you so Thank much you. for joining us. Thank and we hope you, you listen to us in the future. Maybe you'll get to learn a I few will. Arabic words. And we'd love okay. to, to visit you one day in your town in so, Queensland. Thank you for you joining us. If you ever come us. here, so, certainly you're most welcome. So, Thank, Thank you very you. much. Thanks. Thank you.
كثير كثير حلو انه نسمع الابناء الجاليه العربيه مش ضروري انهم يكونوا يحكوا عربي على فكره المهم انهم من ابناء الجاليه المهم انهم عندهم شيء عربي في قلوبهم انهم بيادوا وبيقولوا ترى من الاخير انا انا عربي صحيح انا ما don't speak the language ما بحكيش اللغه لكن انا جدودي عرب ما دخل اللانجوج من يعني مزبوط هي مجرد طريقه للتواصل بس اذا عرف هو من وين في لبنان تخيلي يعني من وين والده قد ايه ممتن كثير يعني لاحظنا كمان قد ايه تاثر بحديثه عن والده قد ايه اعطى لعائلتهم الصغيره yeah. وكان عمره 15 سنه شو 15 سنه ولد انه ينفق على العيله في لبنان اللي كانوا عم بيعانوا ماديا لانه كان وقتها الجريت ديبريشن الكساد العظيم خلينا ننتقل الاول الكبير خلينا ننتقل لفاصل اعلاني قصير بعد ما نشوف شو في عندنا منوعات شو قصه هالسائح اللي انتهت عطلته بشكل ماساوي في الغردقه اتوقع في مصر هجوم قرش نادر جدا في مصر رح نسمع عنه بعد هذا الفاصل <تصفيق> 